At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. It's a numbers game with your host, Gil Alexander. You want those idiots who believe in analytics? Good Tuesday morning to you. It is a numbers game right here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio. For those taking us in uh, with the beautiful pictures coming across your screen, you're like, whoa, is that a is that a deep black background there, Gil? Uh, why, yes, it is. Uh, construction at the South Point. So uh, we decided we would uh, spare you from that and just put me in front of uh, black screen today. So don't let the smooth taste fool you behind it. Don't let it distract you. It's the same kind of fine radio program, sports betting program that we always do. Will Hill will join us. Uh, VEASAN's Will Hill, Point Spread Weekly contributor, who is adept at talking about all kinds of things. He's got thoughts on the Phillies. He's got thoughts on the New Orleans Saints. Uh, so across all sports, he'll have baseball picks for us as well later on the show. Jason Weingarten for his second of two appearances that he always makes uh, on the show. The professional better that he is, Point Spread Weekly contributor under Cloud of Smoke in Southern California, has written about a whole bunch of things, baseball and football as well. Uh, and how he played the Mac Jones Cam Newton uh, news, Cam Newton news yesterday, uh, what he ended up betting, among other things, how he decided to exploit that, if you will. Uh, and then Josh Towers will also join us to talk Major League Baseball. No, don't Josh on Twitter with his, uh, I don't know, let's call it ornery thoughts about the uh, sport of baseball. He's always got something to uh, to say, something to, to perhaps criticize. We'll get his thoughts on the Major League Baseball slate today. Adam Kramer will join us as well uh, momentarily to talk college football. Yes, indeed. Gets underway in earnest tomorrow night. The season is finally here. Can't wait to uh, talk to Adam about that. Real quick, um, coming up as well this hour, tennis picks. Yesterday, two and two on the tennis picks. We hit two dogs. Uh, one was Lloyd Harris on the men's side, the South African Lloyd Harris, who got it done against Karen Kachinov as a plus 167 dog. We also hit on Sara Saribas Tormo, who was a plus 126 dog in her match against Carolina Mukova. Uh, we lost the other two. We should have been three and one. We should have hit all the dogs. Lucas Pui, who was a plus 124 dog, had two match points for us and squandered them. So really, the first two days of the U.S. Open is what could have been. A very modest win, it turns out to be yesterday as a result. But the first day, we uh, it really shifted on a match where we had uh, Magdalenette as a plus 250 dog. She was up a set, up a break on Coco Golf, couldn't get it done. And then yesterday, it shifted from big win to very modest win on the Pui 
squandering of two match points. So we do have four more picks in the U.S. Open today, two on the ladies' side, two on the men's side. We will reveal those here in a little less than a half hour because the first matches do start at the top of the hour. But just to let you know, uh, the picks involve of those four picks very much like yesterday, but just a little different. One favorite on the ladies' side, uh, one very modest dog on the men's side, one a little bit of a greater dog on the men's side, and then one massive underdog on the women's side. So that's coming up. All based on, and this is the point of this show, all based on hard data and a dash of watching of volumes of tennis, uh, recent performance, but really all rooted in hard court data number from the last six months and 12 months. And that serves us well here. The other thing we're going to do this hour, we're going to reveal producer number eight. Uh, in fact, we'll do that after we talk to uh, Adam Kramer at Kegs and Eggs. Um, Producer number eight might be a familiar face to some of you out there. Uh, let's talk to him. Let's bring him in from uh, his Point Spray weekly contributions. Obviously, does stuff for Bleacher Report as well. Uh, we love having him here every week. It is the aforementioned Adam Kramer. Good morning to you, Adam. How you doing? Good morning. I, I'm good. It's it's game week. Again. Yes. I went to my first football game and. And I'm, now I'm ready for a whole lot more. So it should be a, it should be a really good weekend. So that's I want to start. I, I've, I've talked about this probably, well, certainly the first two days of the week. So I don't want to – I run the risk of beating a dead horse here. But you were actually in attendance at the Illinois-Nebraska game. And so I don't want to go through the blow-by-blow. Blow. We did that already. Brett Bielema uh, doing some – making some decisions. And then basically Scott Frost saying, hold my beer. Watch this cavalcade of decision-making. Um, but I, I want to focus on – you know, from a from a betting standpoint, moving forward about Nebraska, and I've said for a couple years now, Scott Frost, complete Teflon. Like he has gotten away with a bunch of really poor decision making uh, over the last couple years, and it came it came forth in flying colors here uh, in the way that you don't want to see it if you're a Nebraska fan or Nebraska backer in week zero. And then the post-game presser, Adam, that's what I want to ask you about. And before you give the answer, let me just remind folks that this is, in fact, a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubo Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, talking with Adam Kramer. What about that? The admission that half of the game plan goes out when you change your, your formation? What? Okay, so this stuff happens in football, right? Coaches do things that maybe you're not expecting. In-game adjustments should be a big part of it to openly acknowledge that you were not prepared and then to say, well, then, you know, at that point, our, it went out the window. Half our game plan went out the window versus saying we adjusted. Don't say that out loud. If you're a coach, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. So as a better looking at Nebraska, well, that was an agonizing loss in a variety of fronts. If you're a Nebraska fan, if you're a Nebraska better, this is the problem when you look at this team, whether they're playing Fordham or Buffalo or Oklahoma, and that's going to not go particularly well. When you look at a team that's poorly coached, uh, that has some talent, and there were some good things, actually, I saw it, and just being in person, but the defensive line played pretty well. I thought Martinez, um, at least most of the time, had some good plays, although he still on some of his throws misses wildly. Yeah. It's it's a really hard team to handicap because the mistakes, the preparation, all of that, it's yeah, look, I'm with I was with a bunch of Nebraska fans and by the third quarter they had talked themselves into Tom Herman next year if you're wondering what the state <laughs> of the, that mindset is. I love that. By the by the fourth quarter they're already talking about their next coach. But I mean and, and I just want to wrap it up by saying this. This is like the fact that people don't you know watching we've all watched football our whole lives this is the difference between great coaches and just random coaches their ability to adjust like Mike Singletary when he was the coach of the San Francisco 49ers famously had a press conference after a game where they got crushed the Niners it was not a good uh, tenure with the Niners and he was asked did you make any halftime adjustments this is after the end of the game because they were getting rolled in the first half yeah. and he goes he goes no we, we don't make any any halftime adjustments and you just knew and contrast that with in my opinion the greatest head coach of all time, Joseph Jackson Gibbs, winner of three Super Bowls with your Washington football team, who would 
would, his brilliant X's and O's, but would have the wherewithal at halftime of games when, when Washington was getting crushed, when clearly his game yes. plan and Richie Pettibone, his defensive coordinator's game plan, were clearly just not working at halftime. It would change everything based on what he saw in the first half. That's the difference and how these billion, this is a billion-dollar industry, how they just go with this, yeah, we're just going to hire our guy because he was so great here when he played. We've got to stop with that. If you can't make in-game adjustments or a coach is willing to admit that, honestly, I think just just keep it to yourself at this point. Don't give us any more intel because yeah. the intel we're getting is not good. It's pretty scary. And let's you talk about pushing this thing forward. He's got a $20 million buyout. You've got the NCAA involved, which is, you know, and now we know about the NCAA's involvement. I don't think that's a coincidence. This is this is not good. This was three and zero. This was an easy three and zero for them. And then you get clobbered by Oklahoma, and then you win a few Big Ten games, and things are okay. You stabilize. That goes away now. It's it could be a very long year. Yeah, not that anyone's going to do this because I don't want to give people homework assignments. But if you go back and you watch some of those Central Florida games where he was so successful, it wasn't uh, necessarily the coaching in some of those instances. Just want to put that out there as well. Uh, let's go to the mark the marquee matchup of this week, and maybe. Well, not maybe, but on paper, the single greatest interconference football game in college football this year, Clemson and Georgia, the marquee matchup of week one in college football. You're in on Georgia every which way, and you can list for us all the the different ways. And my follow-up question once you do that is, is there a chance you are going to let your long-term view of Georgia pollute your short-term view of them in this game, or are those two things going to be consistent? I think when you go, it's a great question. I think when you get into a season, like to me, we talk about coaches making halftime adjustments as someone who watches football and who handicaps, the moment I can size a team up with my own eyes, I am going to change that. So right now I have an evaluation of Georgia. I have an evaluation of all teams. Some will be right. Some will be wrong. But of course my evaluation of them is very strong and I feel strongly about them in this game. By halftime, who knows? I may have a second half play in Clemson, right? So right. this is, you know, and that's okay. Like I'm, sure I'm not going to Scott Froth this thing. I hope, um, although we'll, we'll see. So there's no doubt that I'm, I'm actually happy if you're into these two teams, Georgia and Clemson. Then you bet Clemson's, you know, over 11 and a half. Like this is the game for you, right? For a win total for Clemson. If you bet Georgia in any capacity, this is not the game, but it's a very important game. So. I, I yes, I've, I've got to have to scrub the internet if Georgia gets waxed. There's no question about that <laughs> because it's been a parade all off season. But I still feel confident. We'll see what happens uh, when we actually get to see them for sure. And then at that point, yeah, I, we'll, we'll have to go back to the locker room and, and change things up. So you you have Georgia just to be clear. You have them to win the national yes. title, to win the SEC over season win totals, and you actually have JT Daniels for Heisman as well, right? All of it. I got it. I got it all. I got the gauntlet of things. I like them on the money line in this game. Um, It's just my evaluation of this particular team. The more I've looked at this game, hearing Clemson going to shuffle in a couple of different centers in this game, that is really not a good thing against this defensive line. Georgia's got its issues too, by the way. But yeah, I think for Georgia, and, and you and I have talked about this, this is as much a Georgia play as it is an Alabama play against, at least for now, with all of the changes that they have. I think it's the right time for all of this. Uh, A&M is a really interesting team to me in the SEC. It's maybe one of the teams giving me pause. Of course, Jimbo Fisher is getting another billion-dollar contract. Good for him. But Georgia's just a team up and down, even with a few of the injuries, and it sounds like those guys will be back sooner than later that I've I've gravitated toward over the last couple of months. Georgia plus 135 consensus on the money line. They are three-point dogs in this game against Clemson. Again, marquee matchup of the weekend. You bring up Alabama, which is part and parcel with your with your handicap on Georgia. And so let's go to Alabama and Miami, where, you know, people couldn't wait to bet Alabama and push this up to 18 and a half. We've talked about this in some form before, but I think it's worth reiterating here before the weekend and before the first game of the season for both of these teams. Um, we're just kind of assuming maybe, and maybe we should, right? Maybe the evidence, the historical evidence, you know, tells us that we should assume that Alabama is just going to replenish everything. Bryce Young is going to be great. And this is just going to be Alabama as we always know them. But there is a, there is a scenario here where De'Eric King is fully back to De'Eric King. We don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And Bama doesn't really just roll with it 
as seamlessly as we might imagine. It's a lot of 19, man. That's a lot of points. It's a, it's a huge number. Um, I'll start with what I like in this game, and maybe that'll help actually dictate the flow of the outcome, which is the under. I think under 61, um, 61, there's a 61 and a half on the board. That's a, that's a number that's jumped out for a variety of reasons. First game, not only is it a new quarterback and new wide receivers or guys, although guys like John Meachie's are good. Brian Robinson, the tailback has been great. You got a new OC. Sark was so important for this team. It may take some time for Alabama to get loose on the flip side. I, I like this defense. Alabama's defense, which took its lumps last year. We saw the Ole Miss game, which was a disaster, but it played pretty well after that. Youth, I think, is going to carry them forward. That's going to be, this is probably going to look a little bit similar to the Alabama teams of old, right? Defensively led teams, I think maybe for a little bit. And then on Miami's side, your star player is capable of spectacular things. And Derek King, I love watching this guy play from Houston to Miami, but he's coming off a, a pretty significant knee injury. He's going up against a really tough task. It wouldn't shock me if we had ourselves kind of a, a boring couple of uh, first half, a first quarter, maybe a touchdown or two here or there. 61 and a half just feels a little high to me. And I guess if I'm going down that route, if I like the under here, you're probably going to like Miami a little bit. I'll, I'm, I think I'm going to stay away from this number. Alabama finds a way, right, in terms of athletes, the different athletes, late in games. This, that's where Alabama is kind of groomed to score that extra seven points that will take it over the edge. So I'm going to stay away from the number, but I do feel pretty good about the total. Yeah. And by the way, if Alabama wins a thousand and nothing, I'm not going to be surprised either. Right. So there's that. There's, no. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's also no. probably uh, something that would not shock me. Okay. Uh, let's do some rapid fire here. What is your favorite single bet of the weekend? You know what, man? I, the more I think about it, there's a couple but I like Virginia Tech against North Carolina, and I wow. wanted your opinion on this. Interesting. I, I, I really, the more I look at North Carolina, those running backs, you've lost huge cogs at wide receiver, and then you lost two, like, basically excellent running backs, one of which is now on my Jets now. And I think it puts a lot of pressure on Sam Howell. I think this is a unique environment in Vodtech. They've got some offensive players coming to rack. I, I, not only, I mean, Vontek's the team I may sprinkle on the money line, too, quite honestly. I like them with the points. I think they have a chance to pull off a shocker on Friday night. Well, I, I, you know where I agree with you on that is we have spent, listen, we've, we've had months to talk college football and pro football. So we've talked about so many different things in so many different ways, not just you and I, but, you know, here on the network with everybody day after day. And no team has really gotten more of the in vogue buzz than North Carolina has, and particularly with Sam Howell to win the Heisman Trophy. And I'm not saying either of those things are false, but we do have to kind of check ourselves and think, okay, five and a half points. Carolina's in this weird mode football-wise, right? There's a basketball school football-wise where it's like, hey, you guys, much is expected. And so, yeah, five and a half at Blacksburg, that doesn't sound like, that ever doesn't ever sound like a good thing. No, he had to be like superhuman to beat Wake last year. I, I, I just... Look, he is good, okay? I don't want to take it away from Howell. And, of course, he could single-handedly just rip up my ticket. That's fine. I know I know the, the risk getting into this. But I do think for some for some reason, like you mentioned, over the offseason, and largely because of the ACC, you're kind of like, okay, Clemson and now what? And I think they're the now what? So we're, we're, we're kind of latching onto them. Again, those backs, as good as Howell was, Javante Williams, Carter, those guys were awesome. That was those yeah. those two were the the coal that made that engine go as good as Howell was. I think losing them huge for that team. And and I do think in terms of environment, and that's something I'm gonna lean into, I think, week one a lot, because in some of these places the environment was was not even existent, especially in the Big Ten. I think that's a big factor. Deami Brown has moved uh, up to play with Washington. I mean, there's a, there's other yep. losses as well. My favorite bet of the week, by the way, I keep saying this, FCS versus FBS. I like I like Monmouth plus seven and a half versus middle middle Tennessee. I'm not kidding. I know some folks on the I know one particular person on the Monmouth squad, so I follow them very closely. <laughs> and I they are you know, look, when you do FCS right rankings they are right on the cusp of a top 10 fcs team and if you go through 130 d1 schools middle tennessee state is is conservatively about 108 you know some of them with a 108 to 118 range so even just based on that uh if you just look at those two numbers you see that it's it's not the most outlandish thing in the world but anyway that's my favorite did you have another one that you would i was gonna say i well i'll give you one that's perplexing me and you bring it up is charlotte and duke 
Um, six and a half, six, six and a half. There's, it looks like there's some five and a five and a half on the board. So, so Duke walloped this team last year. I think it was like 59 to 13 or something. But Charlotte was a team that was, that seemed, they, they get a lot back. Duke lost their star tight end. They've lost quite a bit. That's another number that I think the average Joe is going to lean into their, their Saturday of college football games. See Charlotte Duke Duke's been pretty decent under Cliff here the last five years. I'm going to pounce on that. So that's a number that I, I I'm leaning more and more towards Charlotte thinking that they can pull the, pull the upset here. It'd be a fun one to see. Yeah. I, it's bad form to bring up other guests that we have, but uh, I have my core group of guests and Pete Futak from college football news. He is a, a an unabashed, uh, power conference snob. So he admits that. Of so I'm, course not, I'm, not, I'm not talking out of school. So he's all about Duke. It's like his favorite. It's like his favorite pick of the week. So you two uh, oppo on that one. What about, what about Penn state and Wisconsin? Because I know you wrote a little bit about this and by the way, everybody should go read uh, Adam's point spread weekly piece, a week one preview. And he taught touches on a whole bunch of stuff, both on and off the field, but Penn state, Wisconsin in many ways, one, I mean, obviously, with Clemson, Georgia, you can't say it's the most intriguing battle of the weekend, but it's right up there, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. And again, home field, right? Wisconsin is a place that produces great environments. This is probably, in terms of the side, one of the more difficult games that I've tried to get my hands around. A part of that is the quarterbacks, right? Like Graham Mertz last year looked, at, at, in moments, has looked great. He had his COVID situation. Wisconsin wasn't quite the same. Penn State what lost their first five games. They had that heartbreaker to Indiana, that thrilling loss. Then that they really couldn't quite recover from that. So to me, this is a game about quarterbacks. And I, again, I would go total. I I'm very total heavy for week one. Uh, as I try to evaluate these teams, this is when I think of this game and I'm in big 10 land. So maybe people think of this game, they think like 25 degrees and like 24 to 10. Uh, I don't think it's going to be that type of game. I think Mertz, I think Clifford on Penn State, the quarterback there, I think both these guys can actually make some plays. They also, by the way, if you're invested in the over, can make some plays for the other team. That's fine. Like They are a little bit inconsistent, but they can also do things uh, that are spectacular in terms of points. So I lean over here, and I, I don't know why. I think I kind of gravitate towards Penn State as a dog to cover but this is a tough spot for me. I'm a little bit down on Wisconsin versus probably most others out there. I got to evaluate that team and then get my Scott Frost on and make some halftime adjustments. Man, State College will go nuts if Penn State wins this game because uh, we want to erase, well, for both of these teams, but it's particularly with Penn State, you want to erase last season. Uh, last thing, because we only have a minute, uh, you're, a, uh, you're a Heartland guy, Iowa and Indiana. Just to, just to clarify, you are in the – that was a great season, Indiana camp, but let's get serious. Let's get real kind of kind of attitude. Yeah. 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 And I also went to Iowa. So take all oh. of this with a great song. Um, but yes, I am. I, Indiana in general, I think the schedule is brutal. I think this is a really tough place to start. Uh, and Iowa, to me, home field Kinnick, Patrick's at quarterback is, man, some throws. If you watch him in like a blip of five minutes, he's awesome. And if you watch a couple of throws where he overthrows a wideout by like 25 feet, you're wondering what exactly is going on. I think Tyler Goodson for Iowa, the running back, to me, watching this team a lot, I think he's one of the most talented backs they've ever had. So Penix has been awesome. This team is a great story. Again, another quarterback coming off a pretty serious knee injury. If he can stay healthy, that's huge. Iowa in this particular spot still has offensive line. This is the classic Iowa formula that you've seen. I think it's probably going to be close. This one will be a little bit uglier, a little bit more Big Ten-ish, I think, than Penn State, Wisconsin. I like Iowa to win. I like Iowa to cover. All right. You going to a game this weekend, or are you sitting in a – No. Man, I got the I got the throne up. I hear the you, setup. I, I, Yes, this is, sir. This is – I'll take my time off a little bit this week. I hear you. Week zero is one thing, but week one, sit at home, multiple screens. Adam, love it. Enjoy week one, man. I'm sure we'll be talking soon. All right. Take care, guys. Adam Kramer at Kegs and Eggs on Twitter. College football beginning in earnest tomorrow night. Coming back, we reveal producer eight and tennis picks on the way. It's a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Betting on baseball this at Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of it, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. to a numbers game with Gil Alexander. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada, whatever your sport, whatever your betting style. You're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. That reminds me, I got to call Jeff uh, Stoneback from MGM. Have him in studio. Uh, Been a long time. We should have him in um, to discuss all things about MGM, including why some things are available at MGM in other jurisdictions, markets, but not here in the state of Nevada. Genuinely want to know. We get tweets at beating the book. Um, and uh, folks commenting uh, on lots of things. One, this is from uh, John Parker. Uh, he says, it's Wednesday, pal. Did I say good Tuesday morning to you? I'm blaming producer eight right off the top for me not knowing the day. Okay, maybe that's my fault. Uh, this is from, uh, what is this? Big Daddy. Big Daddy underscore B. A Husker fan here. You guys are spot on regarding the presser. No in-game adjustments. And to say it out loud is absolutely ridiculous. Tom Herman or Fickle at Cincy. Don't go Fickle. Please don't go Fickle. Stop with that. Uh, then Bill Hooker, uh, guessing who producer number eight is. He goes, I'll take Kelly Bidlin for the limit. Um, I'm sorry, but you have gone bankrupt. Kelly Bidlin is our, is our glorious producer on Primetime Action, which I do uh, weekday nights on MSG Plus with Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin. And no, Kelly is, is happily uh, producing that show. So producer number eight, ladies and gentlemen, is not Kelly Bidlin, but I did say you may recognize him. Without further ado, he was producer number five. He is now producer number eight. He is the Grover Cleveland of producers on a numbers game. Jeff Parlay, everybody. How you doing, Jeffrey? Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful day to be back. It's a wonderful day to be insulated inside of a legitimate bubble here in the studio. But yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's good to be back, Gil. Dude, it's, it's, great to to, it's great to have you. It's great to have you. Jason Conn, it should be mentioned, is, is also sort of puppeteering you today and tomorrow just to make sure. He's making sure that I don't yeah. mess up too badly, which, again, it was a very welcome thing to uh, see what's going on behind us in the studio yes. when I walked in here yeah. uh, about an hour and a half before the show. Construction. There was a jackhammer going on last segment as well, I yeah. believe. Yeah. Who's counting anyway? Ah, they don't care. 
Dude, it's great to have you. By the way, your your opening expression there sort of indicated that you were a little, you know, you're like, oh, yeah, here I am kind of thing. We love having you here, man. Let me just say this. If we could just get Wishnev Wednesdays back, it'll be like we'd have a oh, band back together. Never, first off, if we could ever get Todd back out of the <laughs> the attic in Pittsburgh, get yes. him back to Vegas permanently, then it'll just be like totally completely like old times. We'll never miss a beat. Next though. week, Las Vegas Invitational. Oh, that's Don't that, miss that's it. bad news for at least three of us. Well, or at least according to uh, Roger Federer himself. Yes, according to, to Todd Federer, that is. Uh, so listen, for folks who don't know, uh, Jeff Parlay was the producer of this show for how long, Jeff? A couple years? One, one year. One, one year. whole year. One year. One year. Um, yeah, producer eight, everybody. The Grover Cleveland of producers, Jeff Parles. Um, but you have been hosting Bet Center here on the network as well on the weekends. You still continue to host Bet Center, correct? I, I'll be hosting on, on definitely this weekend. I know I'm there Saturday and Sunday this okay. weekend. And then, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the plan. And there is, uh, again, uh, I don't know what the name of the program will be moving forward, but You'll see me on uh, throughout the network still. Not as much as you saw me while you were gone, though, Gil. That was a that was a lot of Jeff. Even for even for me, that was a lot of me. What is your single favorite National Football League season long bet that you have? Ooh, very good question. Right out of the gate, it is uh, it, it is the Eagles under six and a half wins. Really? Yeah. Eagles under six and a half. Yeah, I, I mean, I like it, but and, but then you know, it's you're the, in a horrible it, division. It's the division that yeah. changes hands every year. But I, I would I, I don't hate that. I don't hate that. Seventeen games though. All you have to do is go seven to ten to beat that. Even though Gil, my fa- my favorite bets that I actually have in pocket are all Aaron Rodgers related Green Bay Packer bets that were made when the market inexplicably moved when it looked like he was gonna retire. Those are my favorite bets I have in pocket. So give an example of that. I have over eight and a half wins. Mm-hmm. I have over nine and a half juiced up. I think it was plus one seventy. I have even money to win the NFC North. There are a whole bunch of bets that that I have in pocket that were, again, numbers that were out there while it looked like Aaron Rodgers was going to retire. Yeah. I have the Vikings plus 225 to win that division, and I still love it. But I'm worried about Kirk Cousins' decision-making. There's a little bit of an issue there. Yeah. By the way, we should run, we should run the tweet about that. Bill Belichick was asked uh, yesterday, yesterday the news broke of Mac Jones uh, becoming the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots, really more accurately, Cam Newton being cut. And I immediately reacted on air saying that I think, not fully, but I said that much of this, uh, I believe, had to do with, maybe even as a, just a tiebreaker, had to do with Cam's decision not to get vaccinated. And Bill Belichick doesn't want to have to deal with a competitive disadvantage uh, moving forward. And uh, I stand by every single one of those comments. But Bill Belichick was asked about it, and he very cleverly said, no, had nothing to do with it. Because he's smart, and Urban Meyer hasn't really figured out how to play the game. Urban Meyer, a little too honest with his comments about whether players were cut based on their vaccination status. Going to be a thing all year in football and for betters themselves. Tennis picks next on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. Now that the NFL preseason is over and the actual regular season is just eight days away, it's the perfect time for you to huddle up with the Visa Pro Football Betting Guide. It's only $19.99. It's available now. Listen, if you buy it, I'll stop bothering you about it. It's really good. Humans and company did a great job with this. Our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for Visa All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Uh, this is a tweet uh, which mimics, not mimics, I'm not saying he, he listened to me yesterday, but two of the three things that I said yesterday he agrees with here. This is from Adam H. Beasley. Um, Adam H. Beasley comes to us from where, Jeff Parlay? Where, where does he ply his trade, Adam H. Beasley? Do we know? Um, but Adam said there wasn't just one reason that Cam Newton is gone. It was a combination of at least three, I'm told. Mac Jones' emergence, check, agreed. Newton's vaccination stance, which caused a bit of a stir behind the scenes, agreed. And then he said, and Cam's uninspiring performance this summer. Yeah, I don't know if I believe that, but I definitely think it's one and two. And I think one and two is all that it took. So uh, I'm all, I, I totally agree with that. We get tweets, by the way, at beating the book. And uh, uh, Big Teddy underscore eight, again, reiterating, he was at the Nebraska game. Never seen a worse special team performance in a game, I would agree. 
Um, and this is a lot of love for you, Jeffrey Parlay. Trip Tepper, yes, Jeffrey Parlay is Vistin the Ocho. <laughs> Sean Higgs, uh, yeah. Gil pulling out Grover Cleveland. Jeff Parlay repping Jersey. Mickey Baca. Uh, Gil and Jeff, this is amazing news. Two-fourths of the Dream Team back together, the other two being Todd and Mikey. Mike Palm, one step closer to getting the band back together. Congrats, Gil and Jeff. Uh, on and on and on. Oh, Logic3227 says, hey, back off, Jeff. Some of us like having Todd Wishnev right here in the Berg. And, uh, yeah, it keeps going. A lot of love, man. Does this make him producer 5-8? No, he's just the Grover Cleveland producers. He's 5-8. and eight. Uh, And finally, Dan Wood. Uh, so glad to hear Jeff back as your producer. Also, unfortunately, as a lifelong fan of the Eagles, I agree with him as I think this year is going to be a huge struggle for the birds. Hashtag under six and a half. Love for you, Parlay, as I knew it would be. You know what? I, I, again, our uh, our listeners are passionate. If they like you, they like you, Gil. If they, if they like if you, they, they like you. And if they don't, if they, they don't, don't. they let you know about it, too. That's right. <laughs> hey, if you don't have to like us, as long as you're witty. That's all we, that's yeah, all we require. We just, uh, just, hey, look, uh, Ten- tennis plays, uh, Gil? Yes, this tennis is, plays. This is, this, this is where the bread is buttered. This is where the bread is buttered because some of these get off, and I'll, and I'll figure out which is which, uh, that start here 24 minutes from now. But I have four plays, two on the men's side, two on the ladies' side. Without further ado, here they are. Uh, on the men's side, Henry Laxanin is plus 160 against Christian Garin. Uh, Christian Garin is the, is the more known commodity on the men's side than is Henry Laxanin. But he's not a hard-court specialist, and Henry Laxanen's hard-court numbers are actually superior to that of Christian Green, and we're getting plus 160 on Laxanen? Give me that. That is pick number one. We'll flash these up on the screens, by the way, and I'll do my best to spell these because we got some complaints about that. Laxanen is L-A-A-K-S-O-N-E-N. That's the thing with these tennis players. I get it. They're global. Americans don't really get down with the spelling. So it's Henry Laxanen plus 160 over Christian Garin. That's pick number one. The other one on the men's side, uh, oh, by the way, it, it, as we do every day, we also like to say where these have moved from last night, and we do do this every day for those who miss that. Um, right now you can get Laxanen at about plus 147. Always shop around. I'm seeing a plus 147. Don't let this get below plus 140. But you should be well clear of that right now. I got the plus 160 last night. Uh, another one that has gone down, but not enough not to play it. I got Peter Gojewick. The name, it's spelled a lot harder than it's actually pronounced. Gojewick, which is G-O-J-O. Really, all you have to remember is Gojo. Not Flojo, Gojo. And the last part of his last name is spelled W-C-Z-Y-K. But don't worry about it. It's Gojo. Uh, it's, it's Gojicic. Now, I'm Gojewick. There you go. Uh, Peter Gojewick, and it's plus, I got plus 121 last night. I'm seeing plus 114. Don't let that get below plus 110. He's going up against Dusan Lajevic. So the two men's plays, Henry Laxanen, don't let it get below plus 140, but always shop around. I got the plus 160 last night. And Peter Gojewicz, plus 121 is what I got. It's seeing like just about seven cents worse right now against Dusan Lajevic. To the ladies' side, this one, you actually get a better number than I did last night. I'm on Leela Fernandez, uh, young Canadian. I got her at minus 147 last night. I'm seeing eight cents better than that right now, minus 139 against the Estonian Kaya Kanepi. Leela Fernandez is our one favorite on the board today against Kaya Kanepi. You could actually get a better number than I did last night on her by about eight cents. And then finally, and this is the hammer, the fourth and final one. This is on the lady side. This is a, a shot. We're taking a shot on Kaya Yuvan. Kaya Yuvan, who we won on the other day, by the way, against Heather Watson as about a minus 106 favorite. Kaya Yuvan is plus $4. I actually got her plus 401. I'm seeing plus 380 now. That's still cool. Don't let it get below plus 350. Plus 380 right now. But I got her $4 last night, and you might be able to find some $4 out there against Danielle Collins. Danielle Collins, by the way, do you know what her nickname is? Danielle freaking Collins. That's her nickname, which is one of the coolest nicknames ever. Danielle Collins has had a spectacular hard-court season. This is part of the reason why you can get Kaya Yuvon at 4-1. to one. But uh, as I like to say, I don't want to really bore you with the numbers, but I'm going to go ahead and do it momentarily. Danielle Collins, uh, over the last six months on hard-court, prior to this tournament, talking about 11 matches, and her raw data ends up in aggregate. We're talking about serve data and return of service data to 
105. So she's played a little bit above her head because her 12-month data over 26 matches is 103.4. Just trust me on these numbers. Kaya Yuvon, for all the hype that Danielle Collins has gotten, in a very small sample size six months here, with only six matches prior to this tournament, 104.4. But even over a year, 18 matches at 103.5. So in other words, exactly 0.1 better over a 12-month stretch in terms of raw data than has Danielle Collins. So as much hype, and justifiably so, as Danielle freaking Collins has gotten over the last, over this hardcore season, and she has been spectacular. She had a, I want to say, a 13-match win streak at one point. Kaya Yuvon at $4 makes, <clears throat> pardon me, makes no sense whatsoever. <clears throat> Should she be a dog? Yes. Now, I know there's some people who are listening to this who are like, hey, wait, didn't you have that plus $3 favorite, uh, thrust $3 dog the other day, and it was just, it ended up being horrific? Uh, yes, absolutely, I did. Uh, but one of the things I said about that was that uh, our dog had been more idle than her opponent. It was Pironkova against, uh, at the time, it was uh, Kasatkina. So there was that possibility that, it were, that there would be some ring rust, if you will. Not here. Caillou Vaughn is active as ever. So those are your four picks. Laxanen and Gojewick on the men's side, both dogs. Leela Fernandez and Kaya Yuvon as a $4 dog on the ladies' side. A couple of these, I believe, start at the top of the hour. We'll clarify that after the break. Josh Towers on MLB as well. What he's looking at in baseball next on a numbers game at Visa in the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to A Numbers Game with Gil Alexander. With BetMGM, anyone can capture that Grand Slam championship feeling. Step on the court with the King of Sportsbooks for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the big tournament in Queens. <laughs> Get it? Sort of like the big game. See what I'm saying? If any player serves an ace, you'll win $100 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VEASAN100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Sign up now and get access to BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, daily deals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VEASAN100 to win $100 in free bets if any player serves an ace in New York. New customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, producer number eight. And also producer number five, Jeff Parlay, the Grover Cleveland of producers, uh, with me as well this morning. Jason Kahn, producer number seven, puppeteering today and tomorrow's show, very kindly. I just wanted to get the uh, the, the times, so people are like, wait, what are the times? Because we will have, as we have the last couple of days, matches that we are betting on going on during the show. So, Kanepi Fernandez, our one favorite, Lila Fernandez, that match starts in 14 minutes. Uh, and again, you get a better number than I did last night in that particular match. The big favorite, Kaya Yuvan, uh, the big dog, pardon me, the huge dog, which uh, I've been told there's some plus 440s out there. So you might even get a better number than I did on Kaya Yuvan. That's at 10 a.m. Pacific, uh, 1 p.m. Eastern. On the men's side, the two bets that we have going uh, today at uh, Flushing Meadows in Queens. Let me get to the right day on that just to let you know. Uh, the two uh, ones, the, the Garin Laxanen, remember we were on Laxanen, that starts in 13 minutes. Um, and then the other one that we have, the Gojawick one, that also starts a three in 13 minutes. So three of our four, so with the exception of the big dog at the bottom, the top three start in 13 minutes. So make your plays now, as they like to say. Uh, let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. He's a VEASAN host, has co-hosted shows with Jeff Parlay often at Bet Center. Jeffrey, what was that like hosting with uh, Josh Towers? How would you describe it in one word or less? Oh, I love the, <laughs> love the hosting with Josh. Okay. <laughs> Exceeds the limit, but that's all right. He's, he's, he is always honest about baseball. You would say that, correct? Always honest. 100%. Brutally. It's Josh Towers, everybody. How you doing, Joshy? I'm good. Hey, Jeff couldn't give us one word, huh? No, he couldn't. That's kind Come of on, Josh. You, you know I can't spot. do that. It's kind of <laughs> kind of Jeff's thing. I should probably give him more words. That's not nice of me. Uh, Josh, man, let me let me ask you a couple questions. You you are a a former Major League Baseball pitcher. Uh, the yeah. curious case of Blake Snell. Blake Snell, who was great with Tampa Bay, has been nothing but a disappointment, largely speaking, with the San Diego Padres this year. And these last two outings has turned it on. In fact, a no-no through seven last night before being pulled uh, after uh, having a 107 pitch count. What do you, as, as a former pitcher, like what do you ascribe such things to? What, do, what usually happens with that where a, a change like that is made? And is it often, in your opinion, for a guy like Snell, a veteran like him, is it sustainable, or is this your hunch going to be a blip? Hey, does he? Uh, does does Blake Snell call Kevin Cash and blame him for getting pulled after seven with a no hitter? Yeah, what about uh, that? First of all, what would you, would, you know? Because that is actually a point we were making last night on text, me and being uh, my buddy E. It's like if that's Max Scherzer, he doesn't let he doesn't let the manager pull him out. You listen at, at, at about 15 pitches in an inning that we want to stay around 13, ideally, which would be a great number for us, but 15 in innings, nothing. Um, unless you do 40 twice and three twice or something, then, then your averages are messed up, but 15 pitches in through seven innings. And I've been doing this as long as Blake Snell's been doing this. If you think you're pulling me out of that game, Gil, there's not a chance there's we're fighting this one out. Um, I just think it's crazy, but he's, I don't know what to make of Blake Snell. I mean, I've been a fan of him, but you look at this month and he's, he's got a one seven, two, he's got a 19 hits in 36 innings. And then you look at the previous months, he's got a six ERA and a five ERA and a seven ERA. And he's given up seven runs in a game three times. And I can tell you how many times he's given up five in a game. And I don't know, like it's, it, I've never seen what I've seen out of Blake Snell this month outside of the World Series. I've never really seen. I mean, we we were on him a couple of years ago, um, but he's he's back to finishing. He's back to having this confidence. Like the ball getting through home plate has got this extra life, and and there's this. 
I don't know how to explain what his body's doing, the freedom of finishing. Um, you don't see it too often, but I haven't seen it in him in a long time. So I don't know how you just flip a switch mid-season like this from what he's done to what he's doing now, but he's in a phenomenal spot right now. So let me ask you about the Padres, because I have famously every Monday I come in here and I, I update remaining strength of schedule. And I've been saying the Padres are Sisyphus pushing the hill up the pushing the the stone up a hill. They there's no chance. Their remaining strength of schedule. They got 29 games left. And by the way, the Padres and the Reds now, as we do this this morning, in a dead heat for the number two wild card position at 71 and 62. Dead heat. So 29 games left in the season. The Padres' remaining strength of schedule, Josh, is 584. 584. So that's like playing, and again, let's just equate that to a Major League Baseball team to put it in uh, in layman's terms. That's like playing a team that's between the Astros and the Yankees, basically every single t- every single time the, on average the the wet rest of the way. So it's ten left against the Giants, six left against the Dodgers, three against the Astros, four against the Braves, three against the Cardinals, among their 29, and then the Reds. Keep in mind, the Padres, again, 584 remaining strength of schedule. That's the hardest remaining schedule in all of baseball. Forget the contending teams, in all of baseball. The Reds, only the Phillies have a, a easier stretch the rest of the way. The Reds' remaining strength of schedule is 458, and they get to play the Pirates nine times, and the Nationals four times, and the Cubs three, and Detroit three. And so I guess what I'm getting at is uh, Padres have to be a dog to get there, don't they, just based on that? 100% they do. And the inconsistencies of everything that's going on with that team, again, the pitching staff hasn't been very consistent. They better win tonight. I mean, now you're talking about you have to win when you Darvish is on the mound. You have to win when Blake Snell's on the mound. Like, you can't miss any of these opportunities. It's like Friday night in college. Like, your ace goes against their ace, and you both better win. Figure it out. I, I just – that's the most important part about this. I mean, we talk about teams fading and players fading and not know how to finish the season. But when you're talking about a schedule like that, and then whether these teams, now hear me out, you can face like the White Sox, let's say in September, and they got a winning schedule. So then it puts them in that list, but they're not really going to have to play that competitive baseball games towards the end of the month. Cause they're going to walk away with this division. So they might not be as tough. So you have to look at that type of thing as well. But when you're looking at the Braves, when you're looking at Philly, when you're looking at the Giants and Dodgers, you're talking about teams that are going to be fighting all the way to the end for these divisions, and you're going to get the best version of those teams. So you have to factor that in. And then again, like you said, with Cincinnati, Cincinnati needs a win. They've lost three in a row. They better win today with Wade Miley on the mound. I know that. But they're going to get the September call-ups of a lot of these teams, and they're going to have to figure out how to pounce on those dudes, which is what – uh, I think they might do. I mean, Cincinnati's in a good spot, man. So here, so here's the deal. Let's go to the yes nos, and these are available at DraftKings. So the Padres, yes, they are in fact a dog at this point to make the playoffs. The nos minus one eighty five. The no is plus one fifty five. This is a yes no whether they'll make the playoffs. Okay, so that is you know reflective in the market. The Reds. No to make the playoffs is still a slight favorite over the yes. The no is minus 150 and the yes is minus 105. The reason for that is that the sneaky freaky brother sneaking in from the rear might be the Philadelphia Phillies. Ladies love cool James, by the way, Josh. Uh, the yes, Phillies, the Phillies, yes to make the playoffs is plus 220. The no is minus 270. By the way, Phillies or and or Braves, right? Whoever. The Phillies have the easiest schedule in all of baseball. So, even if the Padres don't make it, what I'm saying is it's not fait accompli that the Reds will, that the Phillies or whoever's going to be second in the National League East ends up somehow sneaking into this. By the way, the Cardinals have something to say about this as well, right? They're only two and a half. Cardinals, Phillies, just two and a half out of the of the uh, wild card playoff picture. So this could end up being a massive scrum. Would you bet on any of these teams or would you stay as far away from this as possible? I was just going to say, is there another place we can go to find money? Uh, it's, I mean, you're asking, well, you, you know, you, you, on one hand you're rooting, on the other hand you're betting, and with your wallet, uh, you're asking me to believe in Cincinnati, San I only, Diego. I only care about the bets, Josh, just the bets. The <laughs> right? I, and every one of these teams gives us a reason to not trust them. Every one of these teams has given us a reason to, to believe that they're going to fade. Somebody has to get in this division and, and get into the postseason of the wild card. Um, it's almost like pulling a name out of a hat. I mean, if we're just looking at Cincinnati and, and San Diego, then we know we're going to choose Cincinnati based on straight the schedule. And then okay. if we're looking at 
Philadelphia. It's very similar as well, uh, based on strength of schedule. San Diego is supposed to be built to win these games, but they clearly haven't. Uh, and St. Louis can't hit. And how can you trust that team when you got John Lester and some guys coming back? And it's just there's the inconsistencies of everybody. I, I, I don't know who I'd say. I think I root Philly and Cincinnati the most. Um, it's just exciting what they're doing. If Philadelphia can keep this this excitement that we saw last night going. I mean, they might be the most dangerous team. Here's the thing, though. Uh, Just betting on the betting numbers, though. The one that is different than all the others, the Cardinals to make the playoffs are 11 to 1. 11 to 1. Two and, and a half go, out. So, so value-wise, it's it's clearly on them. But clearly. do you trust that? You know, I, I do not trust that team. I don't know who I trust in baseball anymore after the Blue Jays uh, lost last night to the Orioles. <laughs> I don't know who I trust anymore in this league, in this sport. I, after Aiken gets a big league win in, in Toronto versus Hinjun Ryu, which means Matt Harvey they might be in jeopardy today. Yeah, Matt Harvey might be in big jeopardy. We only have a minute. Uh, do you like anything today on the slate? Uh, yeah, I do. I like um, Wade Miley. You like, like Wade Reds. Miley. You like the yeah. Reds. All right, Reds hosting. Well, is it Wade Miley today or is it, or is it Sonny Gray? I think there's both of them. Oh, it's, oh, it's a, is it a doubleheader? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you like the oh you like the early game. You like the one that starts at ten ten. Pardon me. Ten ten Eastern. Pardon me. Ten ten Pacific. One ten Eastern. You like the first of the doubleheader where it's Nicholas going for the St. Louis Cardinals. It is Wade Miley, the lefty, going for Cincinnati. Wade Miley minus one forty two consensus in that one. First of the uh, day night doubleheader. All right, Josh. Appreciate it, man. Thank you as always. At No Don't Josh, everybody on Twitter. No Don't Josh, host of Bet Center here on the weekends here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, we'll come back. Jason Weingarten wrote a vast piece for uh, Points Red Weekly. We'll get into some of what he was talking about, and there's a lot of football in there, including how he bet the Cam Newton news yesterday. What market did he exploit? Not the one you're thinking of. It's next, right here on the Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. With BetMGM, anyone can capture that Grand Slam championship feeling. Step on the court with the king of sportsbooks for a chance to win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 wager on any player to win the big tournament in Queens, New York. If any player serves an ace, you'll win $100 in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you make your first bet to take advantage of this offer. Sign up now and get Get access to BetMGM's live betting options, boosted odds specials, daily deals, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN100 to win $100 in free bets if any player serves an ace in New York. New customer offer paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. New to VEASAN? The best way to learn more about sports betting and how VEASAN can help you is to sign up for our free daily email. You'll receive an email every morning with show highlights and expert insights. Sign up for free today at VEASAN.com slash email. That's VSIN.com slash email. If you didn't catch VEASAN last week, here's some of what you missed. The Washington football team, I get the feeling Chris is not so high on them. Chris? The Washington football team, what do you the think? WFT or the WTF for this club? Well, people that are expecting them to win the division, how many times are they favored this year? Yeah, not very many. Three or four, depending on the sports book. And you're going to bet them over eight and a half to win the division? I mean, are you Looney Tunes? I, last year, they faced one of the easiest schedules in the NFL. Not only was it easy, but they had a plus eight rest advantage. Now they come into this year playing a first-place schedule. They have one of the worst, I think either number one or number two worst rest schedule uh, disadvantages at minus 14. That's a 20-game difference. Uh, let's take a look at their schedule, okay? Uh, Chargers. Yep. They're supposed to be much improved. So they open against the Chargers. That's a hit or miss. It's a 50-50 shot. Uh, uh, oh, hold on one second. 
Well, you've got it there on the graphic there. If you look uh, up there on the screen, oh, you got okay. the Chargers, then the Giants, so the then Giants, at the Bills. Right. So you, you've got the Giants. So those are both, you know, close to coin flip games. Uh, you know, a lot of high aspirations for the Chargers. It's a numbers game. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.